0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week, we're reading Fat Vampire by Johnny B. Truant. There's literally nothing I can say that's funnier than the name of this book. So let's just jump right in. Thanks for joining us here. Welcome back to the Amazon Book Club. My name's Austin Hanna. Hey, I'm
1: Ganesh Sarma. Hi, I'm Shane Burklow.
0: And this week we're reading a book. Hold on to your hats, folks. This one's called Fat Vampire (laughs) by Johnny B. Truant. A regular. Longtime fans of the podcast might recognize the Truant name. Uh, He wrote a previous book we read called Invasion. Is that right?
2: Correct, but he co-authored that one with Sean Platt. This one is a solo endeavor. Now let's see what uh, Johnny brings to the table by himself. Truants Gone
0: Rogue, people.
1: Wait, that was a collaborative book?
0: Yeah. yeah. So imagine uh, how good that book was and cut that in half. This perfect. is how good Fat Vampire. Fat it's, Vampire.
1: If you guys like look at the artwork, fat it's already vampire. good. It's already good. It's called Fat Vampire. There's a Fat Vampire on the cover. How
0: do you pass that up? Uh, we broke the rules this week. Ganesh bought this book with his own hard-earned real money. <coughs> How much much would this cost, Ganesh?
2: This sent me back a cool $2.99. Jesus.
0: That's $3.
1: $3
0: on fat vampire. You know
1: what? Better fucking be worth it. I mean. You know, if you think about it, a fat vampire is the scariest type of vampire because they feed so much. Yeah, that
0: means he's sucking a lot of blood.
1: That's a lot of blood. Wouldn't they
2: be easier to outrun? And I bet they won't fly as good.
0: Do vampires fly?
1: Yeah, they turn into bats.
0: Oh. So but he's a, he vamp- a he's a fat vampire. He's a fat bat? <laughs> he's a fat vampire, not a fat bat. He's probably a normal sized bat. But well, wouldn't a fat vampire turn into a fatter bat? No. Yeah. Why not?
1: Why not? Are you Why imagining that the not? vampire
0: so let's break down what happens to a vampire when they turn into a bat. Do their bodies. Stay the same and they just gain bat wings. I'll tell you what happens mm.
1: they turn into a bat, and this one's fat.
0: Fat bat that, fat would, be, bat. that would have been a, that would have been a better a name, bat. better name for a book.
1: Uh, you know what else? Vampires can't they turn into mist? That's a what, thing.
0: yeah, what? Not, in, not in my vampire. Go books. to
1: vampire.com,
0: and that's what it says right at the top. Vampires turn into mist. That is
1: definitely one of the powers. You think he turns into fat mist? That's what I'm saying. He's probably like a cloud,
0: he's <laughs> <is> a heavy, <laughs> thick smog
1: cloud, yeah. What else
0: can they do? They uh, turn invisible. You could kill him with a steak, but you think this guy—he's killing him with real, like a T-bone. It's, like <laughs> it's a, gotta be a, a two high by four. high cow. Cal- no, it's like a four high by six. No, like a high-calorie steak, like a like Eight an actual steak, 12. like a cow steak. Like he's so fat, you just feed him steaks, and he dies. Or maybe he doesn't.
1: That's how he's fat. He he likes Enjoys the finer things. Uh, is that what fat people like? The finer know. things. No, fat people usually like rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> Um that's Ow. put
0: that on a t shirt. That's the new that's Shane, the new,
1: you're sitting at a table with two fat people. So hey, I'm not doing too well myself these days. Yeah, me and Shane are gonna meet somewhere <laughs> in the middle. Me, me in the
0: middle. <laughs> I that's used
1: some, to be a, a sprightly six foot two, one hundred forty pound twig.
0: And now he's five foot six and four hundred and sixty five pounds.
1: Yeah, I shrank <laughs> and it went out to my sides like a cartoon. Shane's not doing well. Oh uh, yeah, he looks like the
0: Michelin man. So anyway, Fat Vampire, we've done enough bullshitting here. Let's hear the synopsis for Fat Vampire by Jonathan B. Truant.
1: Why is he fat and is he doing anything about it? Austin. No. Hey, buddy. What are you doing on this podcast? Oh, yeah.
0: What we do on this podcast is we read a free book for Amazon Prime. This week we paid, Ganesh paid money for it. I didn't pay any money for it. We read the first page, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page. That's five pages of a whole book. And we use that to determine if it's good or bad.
1: You know what hit me the other day? Hmm. We actually read like six pages because we read the synopsis. That's not a
0: page. I mean, if you want to get into it, we read probably like 15 pages. Ganesh often goes way farther than he should.
1: Well, sometimes the books demand it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Listen, I let the art form itself.
1: You can't just like stop somewhere mid-scene.
0: I mean, that, that's like the whole thing. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, realistically, we read more than five pages. All that being said, Ganesh, what is the synopsis of Fat Vampire? Death has a whole new appetite. Yo,
2: Yummy. <laughs> When overweight treadmill salesman Reginald Baskin <laughs> finally meets a co worker who doesn't make fun of him, oh. it's just his own bad luck that tech guy Maurice turns out to be a 2,000 year old vampire.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I have mixed emotions.
2: And when Maurice turns Reginald to save his life, it's just Reginald's further bad luck that he wakes to discover he's become the slowest, weakest most out-of-shape vampire ever created. (laughs) Oh, boy. Doomed to heal to his corpulent self for all of eternity. But as Reginald struggles with the downsides of being a fat vampire, too slow to catch people to feed on, mocked by those he tries to glamour, assaulted by his intended prey, and left for undead, he discovers rare powers in himself that few vampires have. And just in time, because the Vampire Council wants him destroyed as an inferior representative of their race. Makes bigots. Perfect for fans of Rick Gualteri's Tome of Bill series or Drew Hayes' Fred the Vampire accountant series. Fat Vampire is a story of an unlikely hero who... (laughs) Add (laughs) those (laughs) to (laughs) the (laughs) reading list. Didn't catch those. (laughs) Who, after having an an imperfect eternity shoved into his grease-stained hands, must learn to turn the afterlife's lemons into
1: tasty lemon danishes. He's not just fat, he's a punchline. Yeah, he's greasy and stupid. As silly as this concept is, I do like this play on vampires turning against their own based on mm. appearances. Oh,
0: I see a little uh the sub- funny the subtext being it's a commentary on modern society, I see. Yeah, most like Johnny B True a thinker. Yeah. Not a stinker. Like true blood, sure. That is just a great show. Okay. That's
1: the tagline.
0: Like true blood? No. But, but fat.
1: True blood was uh, a thinker, not a stinker.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I missed that one. Okay, so you want to jump into this and read the first page? Let's dive in. Great. Holy moly. Let's read the first page of Fat Vampire.
1: Wait, is it PH Fat?
0: No, it's F. Fat.
1: Fuck. F. Fat. Fat. Fuck, that's a fat vampire, I said. that's the first line. As that fat man bit me. Chapter one, asshole. (laughs) Jeez. Oh, starting out extremely hot.
2: Reginald Baskin, not remotely a religious man, closed his eyes in his small cubicle and asked God for his money back.
1: Uh, Classic.
2: Whatever I paid, nope. Whatever I paid before I was a sperm
0: lord. That's definitely a fat guy voice.
1: Yeah, I love your Brando fat man. Voice.
2: <laughs> he said under his breath, "Sperm lord,
0: sperm. Whatever, whatever lord. you have,
1: whatever you have for me. Fire. I'm gonna turn it to a fat vampire." <laughs> 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 Yo, that was good. Yeah, that was Thanks. Shockingly good. It's all You know, it's on. Uh, uh, off the cuff. Shane does that at home. <laughs> yeah, I practiced for weeks. Finally, break out my Brando, my fat Brando vampire voice. I've been working on, I should throw a hiss in there too.
2: I want it back every cent or I'm reporting your ass to the better business bureau. I was promised much that I did not receive. The marketing was deceptive. I'm not completely satisfied. I would like a full refund and a personal apology from the Matra d and a free calendar. Not a shitty one. One with girls
0: on it. This is, he's talking to God. Dude, is that right?
1: Every fucking thing that objectifies fat people, it always makes them like complainers. Yeah. Or like. Where's the
0: confident self-starting fat man? And heavyweights. Oh, we should watch heavyweights
1: instead. I just watched it. Okay. Reginald. How, how does it hold up? Uh, it's okay. I fell asleep kind of near the end. Reginald was many things. He'd been the
2: fat kid in high school. Yep. He'd been the fat kid who didn't fit into the small lecture hall
0: seats mm-hmm. and had to sit in the aisle in college. What is that a thing? How fat
1: is this guy? <laughs> Terribly. I've never remember seeing people <laughs> sitting in the aisles of classes because they couldn't fit in the seats. Remember that person that coughed in that class? Yeah. We were so we were in a college class together, and this person somewhere, maybe right behind us, just coughed like. <laughs> Yeah, it was so loud that it literally ended the class.
0: We laughed so hard.
1: It was really embarrassing. Every, the
0: class just agreed that class was over after that cough. It there's, was weird. There's no way we can proceed after this.
1: That really really hurt my head just doing that noise. Yeah,
0: it hurt my ears. Ah, just blew the uh, Marlon Brando right out of your head.
2: You'll never get it back now. He was now the fat guy who worked for a fitness equipment manufacturer, which had its own unique breed of irony. He also, on occasion... Pretty standard irony. The fat guy on the bus and the fat guy who wouldn't take his shirt off at the beach. And he was, lastly, the kind of person who prayed out loud to a god he didn't believe in. (laughs) Are you saying this out loud in his cubicle? (laughs) (laughs) All right. When nobody could hear him but himself, just to prove a point, Reginald stood up, leaning heavily on the corner of his desk to do so. How else would he lean? (laughs) Uh, That's good. Bravo. Um, He looked down at his wheeled chair grabbed the small pink set of rubber lips that was protruding from under his seat cushion and pulled. Mm -hmm. A whoopee cushion. Awesome.
0: Wait, somebody put a whoopee cushion under his seat? Yeah. Oh, my God. Does somebody play like a trombone when he walks down the hallway?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a
0: tuba, my bad. Well, that works better. Gotta learn my brass instruments.
2: He dropped the thing into the trash can, then sat back down and tried to ignore the snickers coming from the other side of the cubicle wall. Fucking Todd Walker. Oh, Holy shit. Todd Walker.
0: Isn't that uh, the name of the American Taliban? Oh, no, wait. That's John. John Walker. My bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whatever. Eh. He wouldn't give him the satisfaction of replying, of rebutting, or of even responding. Fucking Todd. 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 we will be cushions. He'd just act as if nothing had happened. Todd's 90 years old. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> Todd's the CEO. Of the- <laughs> There had been no farting noise and no unceremonious disposal into the trash can. Screw you, Walker. I didn't even notice your prank. Walker had never grown up. That was the problem. Neither had Simmons or Yancey or McGinnis or Graham or Nichols. That's the whole gang. Or any of the rest of the sales team. Almost the entire company was male in its 20s and in great shape as befitted a proper fitness company. Oh boy,
0: all these fit 20-year-olds and their whoopee cushions. The
2: only exceptions were those who worked behind the scenes, Reginald, Sarah Kopke, Noel Leonard, Scott Valentine, and the new kid who worked overnight and dressed in all
0: black. That's (gasps) us. The freaks.
2: <laughs> Everyone else looked alike and was more or less ready for a magazine cover shoot on a moment's notice, should the need arise.
1: Is this
0: in New York? Probably. Sounds like it. Yeah, this isn't an Omaha office. Reginald was fat. Reginald would be the uh, the ten in the office in like Nebraska.
1: Yeah, he's a sturdy, sturdy boy. Oh, yeah, that's a
0: guy I can put in some work.
1: In Nebraska, I think you get points if no one can knock you down.
0: Yeah. It's like every, if you can't get like tipped over like a cow, you You are the strongest. Yeah. Yeah. They breed you.
1: Yeah. They worship you. (laughs) They (laughs) moo at you. They're,
2: yeah. Sarah and Noel weren't terribly attractive and were the wrong gender.
0: Scott was in his 60s. The new kid looked 19. <laughs> this guy's just in his 60s. That means he's basically not a human being anymore. All these <laughs> people are ugly. This guy's fat. This guy's in his 60s. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah. Put society, him down.
1: Society failed that Some, generation. Send him to the glue
0: factory.
2: The new kid looked 19 if he were a day and dressed like a goth. Ugh. He wore a sword on his belt, for God's sake. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> that seems Is not he, appropriate for I, an office. I'm
1: guessing he's the IT guy. Am yeah, I right? Probably.
2: Nobody wanted to talk to him, but everyone else looked alike as if they had been cast from the same mold. We Reginald, Sarah, Noel, Scott, and the new kid couldn't have stood out more if they tried. Uh. And just like in high school, standing out meant whoopee cushions on your chair or dentures and adult diapers on your desk. Where's,
0: where's HR? Yeah, really? This is ma- massively inappropriate.
1: This is a startup, maybe. They don't have an HR. Yeah, they're it's too about, cool.
0: It's like the Ubers of the
1: world. They signed a waiver that said, don't fuck up. Yeah, they all work for Vice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> or if you were especially lucky, tampons in your coffee. Yikes.
1: Wow, that seems like a extremely this is aggressive so sexual awful. harassment. Yeah, this is terrible.
2: It was enough to make you ask for your money back. Reginald had always held on to hope. He had taken the abuse all through high school with as much aplomb as he could because it was only a few more years, months, and days till he was out of school, into college, and into the real world where people understood that appearances only ran skin deep. But that's not what happened. Instead of landing in a non-judgmental
0: utopia, he landed in a frat house. Yeah, the real world sucks. Yeah, but even compared to the real world, this office sounds just awful.
2: sounds really bad. He wondered if it would always be like this. He wondered if people ever changed. He wondered if he could ever be just Reginald instead of Reginald the fat guy. Nope. Across the cubicle wall came a farting noise. (laughs) Then another. Then another and another and another in rapid succession, counterpointed with the guffaws and chortling of two deep male voices. Apparently the whoopee cushions had been a two for one deal. This wasn't supposed to be the
0: deal. This wasn't what he signed up for. Imagine laughing at a whoopee cushion. I'm trying. I can't wrap my head around
1: that. I can't imagine it. You know, I might.
0: Yeah, you would. If anybody here would, it's you. You're the whoopee cushion guy. Uh... Well, I feel bad for Reginald. I can't wait till he becomes a vampire and takes his uh, revenge on these people. I hope anyway. I hope Todd gets it.
1: Todd Todd's really gonna get it you know but see the downside you know. of being a fat
0: vampire is when you attack somebody you don't like you just turn them into a fit vampire therefore making you even lower on the vampire food chain
1: you don't have to bite them you could uh, just you kill just, them like,
0: punch them yeah the punching vampire well, you're su- like you're I super strong if you're a vampire At that point are your are you? instincts would take yeah. over I don't know anything about vampires I didn't know they turned into mist I didn't know they were super strong
2: don't you need to kill them someone else to like live
0: well uh, yeah, you need to drink blood, yeah. You can drink
1: blood, but yeah. you can kill them.
0: It's like zombies. Like, well, I don't you don't need to, I mean, killing is relative. You turn them into a vampire.
1: Or you can just drink all of their blood and kill and them. Kill them.
0: <laughs> uh, gore. Yeah, that, that's the fa- thing. A fat Vampires vampire would kill. do that. That is a fat vampire move. Yikes. Okay, let's jump ahead now to the 25% mark. <laughs> Okay, sad, sat, fat vampire. Twenty five percent mark. Let's see how old Reggie's doing. Chapter nine, Whoa. falling short. Chapter nine. How many pages is this book? Did we ever? We never said that.
1: Twelve hundred. This,
2: this is a truant. <laughs> so uh, I think he writes some pretty lengthy books.
0: Nope. Ah, one hundred ninety seven pages. That's not terrible. Twenty five percent way through is nine chapters in. All right. Sure, I can buy it. They're tiny chapters. So. How are you
2: guys uh, liking the truant without the plat?
1: I think I like it better. Yeah, get lost, Platt. Yeah. Platt, Platt was the one bringing him down. Yeah, Truant is flying free and high. I see Truant's style, and I get it now. Yeah, I like it. A little snarky, a little troublesome.
2: He awoke on the slab again, feeling deja vu. Only this time, he was clear of the giant pool of congealing blood. Aye, aye, aye. And his chest was moving up and down, up and down. I'm alive. He <laughs> well, was- that's working. <laughs> He was sweating, and he barely had control of his breath. Maurice was standing over him. Uh Uh-oh. Don't try that again, said Maurice. What the hell, said Reginald. (laughs) I'm breathing. I'm sweating. I'm supposed to be dead.
0: Oh, we're way far ahead. Let me ask you something. We're at the bite. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. This is what we want, yeah.
2: Said Maurice. (laughs) In vampire movies, do the vampire's blade... Sure. How's that possible if uh, their hearts don't work? Ooh, true with the scientist. Maurice sank down into a squad at Reginald's side. Damn, nice quads, Maurice. Show off. How about the changes in hair? With the exception of interview for with a vampire, we've never seen a vampire who can't change his or her hairstyle, grow it longer,
0: grow a goatee. Now, there's a, a power I did not know about. What? What did you make of that? <laughs> Shane was totally fine with the super strength and the mist, but the, the on-demand goatees were too much. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Yeah.
0: Johnny B. Truant, you little bitch. Wouldn't you love the power to just grow a goatee immediately?
1: I, that's the dumbest power. <laughs> At least all the other powers make sense. Mist? Yeah. Bat? Yeah. Strength? Yeah. Flying? Yeah. Immortality? Yeah. But fucking facial hair? And no, no, not just facial hair. Yeah, Hairstyle, long, normal too. long hair, too. I hate that. Jesus, Why?
0: Wow, we lost Shane. I hate it. Lost Shane. You, you fucking as, hate a, it. as
2: someone who's changed hairstyles a lot, think of all the haircuts and
0: time you would have saved. Shane's upset because he put a lot of yeah, takes effort into it. Fucking these.
1: time.
0: Yeah. He doesn't like to hear that somebody can just get away with that.
1: How can they manipulate time? Mass. That's not
0: time, the hair. they're manipulating the sure. hair. Sure. Oh, I hate that. You think they're sending their face... In oh, through I hate it. it. Wait, so you interpreted it as time travel. You I thought hate it. You thought they were sending their chin in their head through time.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> I that didn't. Right? I'm just saying it's... Fucked up. What are they pushing like a ton of dead cells out of themselves? You're
0: thinking too
1: hard. That's about basically yeah. what it's What? Yeah, what you're not supposing? questioning them turning into bats. bats what happens when they
0: turn into bats? bats. <laughs> Where do their clothes go?
1: Hey, that makes sense. <laughs> That's fantasy. Right. This, this stuff? is reality.
0: Fuck this This is shit. science fiction. I hate this. Oh,
1: boy. Let's, continue. Let's see if
0: we can win Shane back.
2: Reginald didn't see what Maurice was getting at. One more. In those same movies, How the vampires get their nutrition. They drink blood. Mm. Easy. Well. Reginald answered. How would that work if the digestive systems don't function? Reginald sat up, his senses returning.
0: Reginald's basically being told that he's a zombie, not a vampire. (laughs) We don't drink blood. We just eat brains. He used his sleeve to mop what had
2: to be a half cup of sweat from his forehead and neck. What are you trying to tell me? He said. Maury sat down next to him, sighed, and said, The agent that makes us vampires changes us, Reginald. It changes our eyes, our ears, our brains, our nerves, our blood. It alerts the function of all our organs and all of our systems. It makes our muscles work better. We get stronger. Oh, okay. It makes us more or less impervious to the things that used to kill us, save sunlight and penetration of the heart by wood. Mm. And perhaps most importantly, vampirism allows us to heal amazingly fast. Amazingly fast. But what you need to understand is that all of those organs still function. We can run fast because our muscles heal as fast as we damage them. Our cells heal faster than we can deprive them of oxygen. We can be shot and stabbed through the lungs, not because we don't need to breathe, but because
0: we can heal the damage instantly like bernie sanders <laughs> <laughs> holy shit yeah uh, uh, boy your acting is really hitting yeah. new heights I yeah you could be a
1: real actor. are you like moonlighting in acting classes and stuff what if what it if? If was what if we found out you've been going to like night school acting class? i wouldn't surprise me i'd be proud i'd help you pay no, I'd, I'd help you cover the cost no, i wouldn't do that would you yeah no. No way! Actually, I'm telling you, you should start going, and I'll pay for it. <laughs> yeah, please. We got to expose this talent to the world. Oh yeah. well, I guess under that logic, the facial hair stuff kind of makes sense. Oh, we've won Shane
0: back. He's decided not, to valid, He's decided to justify the fast-growing sick. facial hair based on that speech, that impassioned speech by Maurice, the Brooklyn
1: Oswalt, well, like, uh, good old boy, fucking like <laughs> Bed <Stuy> vampire. <laughs> No, okay, no, that's fucking. It's still stupid as shit, Mm. but I get it now.
0: Oh yeah, that that basically should be the tagline of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go ahead, keep going.
2: Is this
1: uh just you know
2: FYI? Said (laughs) Reginald. (laughs) Becoming a vampire means more than anything to heal instantly, with emphasis on the idea that heal means to return to your previous state. You could cut off my leg. Oh, sorry. to slice off my balls. And it would grow back, but he rolled up (laughs) one of his pant legs and pointed a white line up just above his ankle. But this scar? what Maurice pulled out a small knife from his pocket. It was very sharp. Reginald could see the uneven, ugly wear that suggested it had been repeatedly sharpened beyond the pristine and pretty edge it had had when it left the factory. Maurice hesitated a half beat, then sliced the blade into the skin above his ankle.
0: Gross. He inhaled with a hiss.
2: Ooh. Then, with one quick motion, he sliced away a chunk of skin as thick as a swatch of leather.
0: Don't care for blood that. spilled to the dirt. This would turn me off.
1: They're filled with blood. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure.
0: Continue. <laughs> it's really trying to get into the science of the vampires.
1: Then,
2: within seconds, the wound became pink and then pale. Hairs sprouted, and as the skin <laughs>
1: knitted, the scar reappeared. Can you control your leg hair too?
0: Yeah. Pop. <laughs> Check it
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen a guy with? walking around in two bushes. (laughs) What if that's what he said? Uh, Those aren't German shepherds. That's
0: right. But now check it out. (laughs) It's gone. (laughs) I'm like a swimmer. Reginald said, Maurice, are you familiar
2: with the process that goes into determining whether a person will be granted a
1: sex change? Uh, Uh, So he's going to (laughs) cut off his, uh, inappropriate for honker right now. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> as much as Reginald didn't know where Maurice was going before, he really didn't want to know where
1: he was going now. Oh, they are going to cut off a stick. Honker. Honker. No. Oh, is he mooing? <laughs> like a cow? Gerald or Reginald is just confused. Moo! Uh, the, the, the balls? <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's not just a medical procedure. Prospects are required to go through rounds of therapy and counseling and hormone treatment. Uh oh All with the purpose of making sure they truly want to commit an irreversible change and of preparing them for that change. Are you saying? I don't know that I should have turned you, said Maurice. It was an impulse. It was a rash. It was rash. Maybe too rash. It was a rash. Probably too rash, actually. You're ill-equipped. You didn't know what you were getting into, and you didn't have time to prepare. I'm sorry, Reginald. I made a snap decision. For some reason, I just uh, didn't want to let you die. I mean, hey. If the option's dying, i become a vampire, I
1: suppose. I guess they're friends. A little camaraderie. Yeah, Maurice is a good guy. And he got a little sip of that blood. (laughs) Hmm. Mm Mm-mm. Um, uh, thanks?
2: Oh, yeah. You might not be thanking me later. See? You're now more powerful than you've ever been, but a vampire's enhancement is always relative to their condition at the time of their change. I was fast when I turned, and vampirism made me much, much faster. I wasn't particularly strong, but I did get stronger, and I developed more strength with age. Oh, no. You, on the other
1: hand, I'm a fat vampire. (laughs) Oh, baby. (laughs) So basically, all of that like world-building science bullshit is just to be here to be like oh he's gonna be stuck gonna be fat, fat forever. forever you can cut off oh, your fat no. and it just grows back as fat that's pretty heartbreaking yeah that's sad because like it reminds me of that roger ebert quote oh, you know yeah. that one no what's that movie the brown bunny where there was that lame like blowjob scene and right. it was really pan bad movie okay. shitty movie sure the director is really upset with the review and called Roger Ebert fat and all this stuff. And Roger Ebert says, I am fat now, but perhaps I might not always be, but you will have always have made brown bunny. Oh, and dear. I always think back about that. And I think that's a great quote. That's a great quote. That's a great
0: quote. It's sad that Reginald will always be fat. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> that saying. It's really and bad. also, I believe
2: Roger Ebert was fat until the day he died. He no,
1: he, he lost some weight. He lost some weight. Uh, and uh, he's not fat anymore. Well, he, yeah, he's a sad story. He's yeah. a good guy. I like Roger Ebert. Now,
0: Siskel, yeah. that guy's in hell.
1: Maurice Shrugged. Did you ever wonder why
2: there are no legends about overweight vampires? It's not because vampirism makes you fit. It's because, just like with a sex change, becoming a vampire is usually something that a person enters into willingly. It's something that prospects know about well in advance. And because they know they're committing to never, ever changing... It's something people train for. It's like picking her, your hairstyle and wardrobe for a photo that will last forever. Mm. Before people become vampires, they get strong. They get fast. They get healthy. You wouldn't believe how many vampires are vegans and vegetarians before they've turned. It's ironic.
0: That seems like an unappealing thing to become if you're a vegan. You might have to bite people and drink their blood.
1: Hey, it's just prepping. No. Prince Fielder was a vegan. Yeah. Famous baseball player, Prince Fielder. But uh, he was... He, uh, he's fat,
0: though. Yeah. He'd be a fat vampire.
1: He liked the uh, the nuts. I don't know.
0: I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Yeah, he's getting too many nuts. That's what got him. Reginald felt as if
2: if a great weight had settled on his shoulders. You, on the other hand, didn't have time to get prepared, either physically or psychologically. One day you were a human, and the next day you're a vampire. You're going to find yourself at a significant disadvantage in the vampire (sighs) community. Oh, great. Especially today. Poor
0: Reggie.
2: (laughs) Especially today. (laughs)
0: Is he okay? I guess not. This is a pretty trying time for him.
2: Everything evolves with time, and the vampire nation is no different. I remember when the rules and practices surrounding creation were different, but... After Maurice trailed off, Reginald decided he should say something optimistic to lighten the dour mood. Well, I wasn't much of a daylight person, uh, anyway... That's, that's what i think
0: i think i'd thrive as a vampire
1: because oh uh, yeah i don't like the day i hate sunny
0: days if me too oh it's the worst if my whole life was just in the dark yeah that's fine yeah just fine especially if i can grow a super fast goatee now we're cooking
1: and, i still hate that you gotta work for it and now i
2: can uh wait let me try reginald rolled onto the stomach and did a push-up
1: see that's awesome
0: <laughs> oh, he can exercise, but it just doesn't work. It would be even more cruel.
1: Oh, wait. Shouldn't he be able to... He's, like, strong, so he can still exercise, and he's probably really fast and strong because his muscles are constantly yeah, but like, repairing. but idea that, like... But he physically will never but, change I mean, No it. matter what he does, it won't change his body. Yeah. yeah
0: for, of and he's things.
1: not
2: big <laughs> because he's, like, muscle. There's not a whole yeah. lot of muscle there to, to repair. It's mm.
1: just
0: fat. Poor guy. A lot of fat. This
1: is sad. You know what? As ridiculous as this premise is, it's actually really... Fucking entertaining, and like explanation is really yeah. I'm enjoying funny. this for sure. Yeah. Fat vampire was worth three dollars. I did not think it was going to be like this. Three dollars of somebody else's money.
2: I don't think you uh, respect the gravity
0: of the situation," said Maurice. "No, oh, I know something about gravity. This <laughs> <laughs> book has so many hidden fat jokes in it that they're not taking advantage of his heavy leaning, his knowledge of gravity.
2: Oh, oh it's okay. I'll work on it. I'll be the
1: fastest. Strongest protege you've ever had. Whoa. God, okay. A too you're, you're reading him in such a biased way. Yeah. Give him a shot. Yeah, he seems like he's on his last legs here. Yeah. But he
0: has just been granted super strength and immortality. He's yeah.
1: Woozy from the bite. Okay, oh, I please. Get that. Give him, oh, please. Give him please. Give him a give Open him criticism. like a he's the protagonist. Give him like a uh, you know. I don't know, man. I'm really feeling more east right now. Oh, I like
0: Maurice too. Yeah, I
1: like Maurice. I do think he crouches a lot.
0: Maurice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got the super. He's strong, old school. He's a vampire, so one of the powers is you have strong quads and hams.
1: I think two hundred years. I think in eighteen, eighteen. Mm-hmm. That was see that years, math. That was That's a good quick right? math. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that must have been a special year if people even knew what years were. But <laughs> I think. I think they crouched a lot I think people were like Crouching and crawling and
0: Well you know One of the most natural positions For the human body Is uh, squatting Like that's what If you go to like Native like uh, Tribes and stuff Like in South America Like they all rest By squatting really low Which if I did that I'd puke on my crotch So There's something to be said About knowing how to squat And crouch
1: Do you think that's why Baseball catchers are uh, Smarter than most players Yes They're geniuses
0: Because they know They're all vampires <laughs>
2: You aren't hearing me, said Maurice. You can't train. You can't lose weight. (laughs) A potential vampire usually takes three to six months to get strong, get lean, get fast, and get healthy. Nowadays, they train for sprinting and for combat. Muscle memory is uh, psychological. Who are they fighting?
1: So if you learn Kung Fu and then become a vampire, you'll be able to do it well forever. So in this universe, pretty much like all Olympic athletes are training to become vampires
0: i don't think that's the implication i think it's just that people who become vampires are in good shape because they know they were becoming vampires
1: right sure am i right i want to ju- i want to just jump to crazy conclusion oh should we well, jump ahead no well, shane's really no the shots today. no i love this world building give me nowadays more. they train for
2: sprinting and for combat so if you learn Kung Fu and then become a vampire, you'll be able to do it well forever. Every generation, people manage to get more and more physically refined before they take the blood. And then they become amazingly powerful when they've turned. You, on the other hand, are untrained. The muscles and organs and systems you have now are as changed as they will be ever again for all of eternity. I'm sorry, Reginald, but you were exceptionally out of shape as far as (laughs) vampires are concerned, and
1: that will never... Never. Never, ever. Oh boy, change. Okay, geez, Maurice, brutal, mm, harsh. You know what? This is uh, basically what? purporting that people are in the know about turning into vampires. Mm. At least, like I'd imagine, very wealthy people mm. that know that mm, yes. that, that exists. Yes. And so, this is kind of like a being John Malkovich scenario where it's all these people that want to live forever. And instead of waiting around for John Malkovich to be ready, they're waiting to get their bodies ready to mm. live forever.
0: Astute. Let's jump ahead now to the 50% mark. of the way through Fat Vampire, the saddest vampire story ever. Let's go.
2: Chapter 15 Little Girl.
1: (sighs) Little Girl's in this? Little Girl, you little devil. Return of Little Girl. Little Girl surviving the orchard. That's right. Oh man, that was the last episode. Little Little Girl's jumping from book to book. God, Little Girl. Love you, Little Girl. When Reginald arrived at the church, the
2: children were out in a well lit fenced in play yard. Uh, Easy pickings. There were quite a few of them. It seemed strange to Reginald that there were so many kids in childcare on a Saturday night. Why? But apparently, the church was the only game in town for parents who worked unconventional hours.
1: Worked? Yeah, those parents are out on a date. I know. Going to the movies, getting a little ice cream, doing rails of blow. Doing some rails of blow. Reginald
2: looked at his cell phone to check the time. It was eight. 30.
1: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Prime. Harvesting time. He
2: sat on a bench a hundred or so yards from the play yard. Creep. Uh, Using his enhanced vampire sense of sight, watched and waited as over the course of the next hour,
0: parents arrived and claimed their children. Man, being a vampire would definitely help if you were a pedophile. I guess. I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm just saying like they would benefit from being a vampire. Are you saying Reginald is a no, I mean, I don't know. This is kind of suspect that he's sitting outside of a playground on a bench 100 yards away. Yeah, it's not, not a good like, look, no. specifically 100 yards. You, you think d- he's got a kind of a, a restraining order He's or measured it out.
1: <laughs> no no offense to Reginald, but you think he wa- would want to feed on a an adult. No. Well, they're too fast for him.
0: <laughs> nah, it's
2: <laughs> like eating. It's a, lot, a lot of people like veal. You know, it's like the same thing. Yeah, it's like mm. eating
1: sliders versus a
0: cheeseburger.
2: Oh, I see. Reginald started to doubt his plan. How had he expected to ambush a kid while under the church's supervision or while holding their parents' hands? Jesus Christ. Ten o'clock arrived. Reginald crossed his fingers. The lights went out. Someone opened, peeked out, then locked the door to the play yard. Everything became quiet. Ten minutes passed. Nothing. Reginald swore. She had known this was a stupid idea. (laughs) Darn. What had he expected? To grab one through the fence? To have one walk over and offer him or herself up after the shop was closed for the night? The whole idea was stupid, and now that he'd thought about it, he realized he'd wanted it to fail. He couldn't bite a kid, he couldn't terrify an innocent child. And now he'd wasted almost two hours and the kids were all
0: gone. A vampire with a heart.
2: But it was for the best. He'd just have to head back to the bridge and find that hobo or head into the city (laughs) and find a hooker with a bad enough drug habit to allow him to do something particularly kinky. I don't think I like Reginald anymore.
0: He's a creep.
2: Or maybe he could... uh, And he's fat. uh, The front door of the church opened and a small figure, wrapped in a jacket against the nighttime chill, emerged and began walking away. Reginald watched for a few seconds he could see a brown ponytail running down the back of the jacket. Mm. A girl. Judging by the height, he guessed she had to be nine or ten.
0: This is fucked up, Reginald. Uh,
2: Why was a little girl leaving the church as the daycare closed?
0: mm.
2: Why was she left alone to walk the streets at night? But in the end, it didn't matter. With his blood growling, hating himself for what he was about to do, Reginald got up and started to follow her. The third time was bound to be the charm between the woman and the teenage kid. He had learned exactly what not to do.
1: Oh, he's fucked <laughs> up a couple times. So oh, I get it. So he can't handle anything he else. He can't so handle
0: adult or teenager, So he's just moved on to children. Next is babies. You know, it's easy.
1: Yeah, old folks' homes. Oh yeah,
0: and they're like almost dead anyway. I wouldn't feel guilty about eating. Yeah, an but old then person. you need to do a couple because they're lacking the blood. Are they? I mean, a kid. I don't think has old people
1: have less blood. I would
0: say a child has less blood than an old person.
1: Yeah, because they're say smaller. Child blood probably tastes better if you're a vampire. Oh God! No, old people have way more blood. Mm. And it's probably like a fine wine. Also, it's
0: just like sitting around in bags. You don't have to kill anybody.
1: Yeah, you could just go there's in. just bags of blood. Ugh, it's like he kind of likes
0: the thrill of the chase. the think- so vampires at this point would find a way to source their blood so they don't have to literally yeah, go, go, to, a, go to a fucking dialysis It's center. like hunting versus going to the grocery store. Like You're telling me vampires have existed for 2,000 years, but they didn't figure
1: out a way to like, like capitalize on blood? Yeah, there's a whole economy of people getting fit. Yeah. To become vampires exactly. and they haven't figured this shit right. out? You go to a dialysis center, it. you set up shop, I
2: hate it. you tell people they're, you, you're getting your dialysis, but really you're just taking their blood. And then you take all their blood, and they're like, "Oh, what's happening?" They're like, "Oh, just shut up, old
1: oh, man. It's dialysis." If I was sounds like Obamacare to me. Oh, son <laughs> of a communist bitch.
0: Uh, I would say that if I was writing a vampire book, I would have them open up a uh, blood donation like kind of thing, and just use that as a front. Yes. Like, why are they out hunting? That's insane. Imagine if you and me went out to kill an animal to eat. This is bizarre behavior.
1: Unthinkable.
0: Unthinkable.
1: Unthinkable.
0: Unthinkable unthinkable. I can't think
1: about it.
2: He approached the girl slowly diving into pools of shadow
0: behind her. Yeah, Yeah. sure. This guy's diving fat Reginald?
1: Yeah. Into pools of shadow? What kind of pools? Uh, Olympic size?
0: Hey, no. (laughs) Behind her and
2: keeping his footsteps light. There weren't many streetlights. The girl was
0: wearing earmuffs. Oh, boy. Perfect. He doubted she'd be able to hear him. She won't hear the uh, tuba behind me. Waltzing down the street like a fucking whale. Loathing rose in his throat. He pushed it down. I do feel like we're bordering on fat shaming here, which I don't want to do. But Reginald seems like a particularly gross guy. He's also, gross. Fuck him. Also, we are fat. I'm not Reginald fat. No. I'm <laughs> not like I'm going to dur- damn to an eternity of being greasy and. Slovenly. If
1: he just would turn into a stupid fucking bat, it'd yeah. be easy. Yeah, what? You, if if I could turn into a
0: bat and soar around the sky, I would never be fat, Reginald. I, I don't think that's that's canon. Oh, he can't uh, do that. It's like only the most canon, in not in the Johnny
2: B. Truant universe of vampires. China,
0: yeah, vampires in Truant's world cannot turn into bats, but they can grow a sweet soul patch. Tomato, tomato. She'd be fine.
2: She'd be scared, and she'd be hurt. But afterward, he'd make her forget, and she'd continue
0: on her way. Oh, he's not going to kill her. Okay, I guess he's He's turning into a vampire, though? He'd even follow her, he decided. I'm not sure I understand the rules. Sorry to interrupt. I know we're doing a lot of asides here, but, like... Maurice was like, everybody who turns into a vampire knows they're turning into a vampire, and we prepare them. But Fat Reggie's out here biting kids, basically being like, good luck. It's because this author's
1: writing him to be a sloppy, fat person. Jeez Louise. Yeah, I blame
0: this on Truant. He's the fat hater.
1: Truant, you're a bad boy.
0: He'd even follow her, he
2: decided, to make sure she got home safely after he'd fed. He'd be energized. Oh, he's going to bite her and then drive her home? What a gentleman. He'd want to return the favor. And besides, he needed it. He really, really needed it. If he didn't feed soon, he'd die. As if to confirm this thought, Reginald's leg hitched and he almost fell. Oh, oh (laughs) jeez. This guy's slipping on bananas out here. (laughs) a cramp curled his left hand into a claw he looked down at his arm at the claw hand as it slowly relaxed he could see that the skin on his arm was scaly and gray Uh uh-oh what the girl would get over it he needed the blood more than she did he sprinted toward the girl and grabbed her by both shoulders Then, without hesitation, she spun as if she had been waiting for this exact move. Yes. Rotated 90 degrees and slid sideways out of his grip. I'm a
0: vampire too. Then she she bastard. Man,
2: good for her. This guy is such a a putz, though. He ran after her, feeling deja vu. How hard is it to catch a kid? Hey, wait. (laughs) He shouted. He asked himself what a successful pedophile would say at this point. Oh,
1: okay. Reginald. You're and done. Then, You're canceled, Reginald. Somebody kill him. Yeah, put a stake through this piece. Where's of shit fucking tarot? Van Helsing when you need yeah. him? And then yelled, Your dad sent me to give you a ride home. Oh no, he's pulling this move?
2: Uh. The girl was running, but he was keeping pace just a few yards behind her. She wasn't screaming or panicking, but her running speed felt deceptively slow for someone her age. It was as if she was toying with him. She turned her head and yelled back, I've never met my dad.
0: (gasps) Ooh, that's a trump card right there you throw down every once in a while. I mean your mom. (laughs) Oh, nice smooth move, Reg. (laughs) Reg Reginald
2: huffed, already starting to lose wind. The girl didn't turn this time. Breathing easily, she said, I killed my mom. (laughs) My mom would never do that. I, uh, I have candy. Do you think I'm an idiot?
0: The girl yelled. Reginald already felt out of shape. I like that they're having an extended conversation mid-chase. And she's she's jogging and he's like wheezing, wheezing down the street. <laughs>
1: oh, come oh.
0: She's like running circles around him.
1: Can't catch me, fat guy. Ha <laughs> ha 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 ha, I don't have a father.
0: <laughs> and further weakened by
2: his need for blood, felt his legs give out as his breath fell short. He collapsed <laughs> onto the ground and then giving up, Laid motionlessly on the concrete for the third time in as many nights. Jesus Wouldn't
1: his stupid vampire body like heal itself? He Couldn't he just well, get right just, back up? I mean, he heals himself, but he still uh, runs out of breath. He's got I limits, I yeah, guess. I guess.
0: Yes. The funny th- I mean, I feel like Reginald's died and been given a second chance and he's blowing it. So it's probably just time to, he cheated death once. He might as well just accept it now. Die.
1: Treat himself to one last stake.
0: Am That's I right? Really kind of bl- bloody stake to the heart, right? Yeah, I get it now. Yeah, it's good. Several
2: minutes later, his heaping gasps for breath began to abate, and he felt his
0: pulse slow down. My heaping gasps.
2: Oh, oh,
0: I'm the worst vampire ever. (laughs) That is something Fat Vampire would say. He muttered out loud.
2: You're a vampire? The voice wasn't far away. It sounded curious. Reginald lifted his face from the concrete and looked up. He felt a piece of gravel drop off of his forehead. It was the girl. She was maybe 20 feet from him, standing under a streetlight. She was wearing a pink jacket with Hello Kitty on the front. The zipper bisected Hello Kitty, three whiskers on each side. Oh, dear. A pair of fluffy white earmuffs were hanging loose around
0: her neck. She must have removed them after the brief
2: sprint. You're a vampire?
0: She sprinted away, then hung around to see what was up after he fell over. <laughs> What's this fat vampire going to do? The girl
2: repeated. Reginald sighed. Whoa, yes. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Yeah, that's how I sigh as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you're fat. Ooh, yes. I've never heard of a fat vampire. <laughs> Reginald rolled onto his back, then sat up. There's the reason. Oh boy, <laughs> that was a sad sack. Were you trying to eat me? She asked. She didn't sound afraid, just interested. Just wanted to bite you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm very hungry. The girl shrugged. Well, I'm not letting you do that. Reginald sighed, then looked up. Girl power. Why are you still here? I know I can outrun you, she said, her eyes avoiding his. He waited for her to say more, but apparently the subject was closed. (laughs) Just taunting him. (laughs) Come get me. (laughs) I know where there's blood. Reginald rose to his feet and brushed the rest of the gravel and glass off of him. And my mom. (laughs) The girl, true to her word, didn't move. I am very hungry and I'm a vampire.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> really uh, written there.
2: He said, I got that. I could just grab you before you could stop me. So you might as well come here and we'll make this easy. I don't think so, said the girl. You're, you're too fat. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> uh, I was making it sporting. He said. But he could tell she wasn't buying it reminding himself that his very survival was at stake, he lunged forward determined to somehow move faster than he ever had before. He could do it, but no, he couldn't. <laughs> the girl turned and ran again. Only this time she was laughing, not in mockery, (laughs) but like an elated child in the middle of some seriously great play. They rounded a corner, then another. Then she sprinted up a set of small steps to a small brownstone and fumbled out a set of keys. She was going to open the door and that would give him time to catch up. Oh, wait, he found her apartment. That seems weird. But uh, it didn't because Reginald was even worse at steps than he was at running. He's real Uh, cluts. that's
0: what we're stopping (laughs) original to break jesus christ
1: (laughs) sheesh what a scene a rough pretty fucked up yeah
0: this guy's a weirdo but also a kind of a comedic dit
1: this guy i'm just picturing ken bone
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's perfect (laughs) you know that fucking way i remember ken bone (laughs) oh god this is definitely a bone roll this is a boner if i ever saw one uh all right you guys want to jump ahead now to what the 75 percent mark is that where we're going to
1: Uh, that should be next. (sighs)
0: What is Reggie the fat creepy child abducting vampire up to now?
2: Chapter twenty Hot Chick. (laughs) Mm. Oh god. He's up to something bad. When they arrived at the piano bar, the official Pianist were long asleep or drunks, the manager who Nikki knew, probably through the bonds that form amongst pianists. (laughs) The old penis bonds. (laughs) said that it'd be fine if they tinkered with the piano on and off while eating their waffles, or in Maurice's case, while he was drinking his coffee. Nikki was in her element. Upon receiving the go-ahead and before her waffles arrived... I'm sorry, did you hear Maurice? He's back. Maurice is back. Ooh, a Maurice
1: chapter. Oh, yeah.
2: She sat down on the bench, opened one of the several sheet music books from a rack beside the piano, and began to play. It was beautiful. It made her more Beautiful. As she played, she sat taller, and Reginald could swear that something inside of her began to glow in the way he had seen his own human blood glow that first night on the hill. Oh, is she a vampire? While she was playing, Maurice leaned over and said to Reginald, Hey, have you thought of feeding on her? (laughs)
0: Subtle, Maurice. Hey, eater! Hey, you! Eater, very loud and within earshot of her. Eater,
1: her, hey. eat hey. eater, her. eat the penis, eat the penis. <laughs> <laughs> A counterpointing thought
2: crossed Reginald's mind as he was surprised to realize how deeply it bothered him. Rather than answering the question, he asked Maurice what had occurred to him. "Have you fed on her?" he said. Maurice chuckled. "I don't want your uh,
0: leftovers, bud."
2: <laughs> the only woman I feed on is my wife. <laughs>
1: <laughs> holy shit that is Damn, that's a clutch answer fucking good maurice is like a real he's filled with tricks He's a piece of work maurice good god I wish this book was about him you have a how wife. dare you <laughs> yes
2: and one thing you'll learn is that in the vampire world we have as many strange nonsensical conventions as humans have One is that if you're pledged to another, it's considered infidelity to feed on a human of the same sex as your spouse. Hmm, just feeding on dudes, huh? I get it. Your wife is a human, Reginald said. No, she's a vampire. But both of us have to feed. And so she feeds on women and I feed on men, mostly goth kids who are totally into it. Jesus. Well, that doesn't make any sense at all. He found his niche. Said Reginald. That would be like saying if I were married, I couldn't eat nachos. I could only eat
0: cheeseburgers. That's not. What are you like married that. to, dude? He's married to nachos.
2: That's <laughs> probably because the act of feeding is, for us, very close to sex. When we're feeding on someone we're attracted to,
1: Ugh. the lines blur. Really puts the thing with him and the kid in a worse light. <laughs> well, that's Maurice explaining it to stupid Reginald. Oh, I
0: didn't know it was like sex. I was just doing it to kids.
1: Because Reginald, I'm, a, I'm assuming that this author is saying that food is like sex to Reginald.
0: Oh, man. You really are getting deep into it. You're seeing the subtext here that I'm not. I just see fat vampire and I see big bright lights that say fat vampire. I don't see any of the, the deeper meaning.
2: My wife and I feed on each other. Well, well you get the idea. But drinking another vampire's blood doesn't nourish us, so we have to eat somewhere. This is how our society has chosen to answer that particularly sticky problem. For humans, the lines don't blur. You're not almost having sex with nachos when you eat them. Speak for yourself, bud. Reginald thought that Maurice had never seen him eat nachos. I'm not almost
0: having sex with him. I'm fully having sex with him.
2: So, Maurice said, Have you thought of feeding on her? He nodded at Nikki.
0: Very much. (sighs) So glamour her,
2: then feed.
0: I can't. Glamour? Yeah, what does that mean? I heard that in the synopsis. What is gla- Is that like a vampire term or is that like a, a way of saying to like woo somebody? Do we know? Do you know, Ganesh? I'm, no. r- I'm relying on you for answers. As- I, I don't know. What does it mean? Yeah, what's it mean, Ganesh? What does it mean, I mean Ganesh? it means
2: she like uh, puts uh, some makeup on her and uh, <laughs> oh, it's a little bit of blush. Oh, My a-
1: pretty little meal. It's <laughs> like a garnish. Like nacho cheese? Am mm, I right? Oh, I can't. Scallion. You think he ever puts a little nacho cheese on somebody before he takes a big bite? Pico.
2: Hmm. Mm. Said
1: Reginald.
0: I thought of
2: it when you went to the bathroom. She was looking in my eyes, but I couldn't do
1: it. She's probably like you take dumps too, don't you, fucking fat piece? Of- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Mari smiled. Why? It felt wrong.
2: So you've given up on feeding on her then? But Nikki interrupted the conversation by returning. She looked flushed and deeply pleased.
0: No flush. I see a lot of blood in there.
1: <gasps>
2: the capillaries. Something radiated it off of her and again. Reginald found himself looking longingly at her neck as her hair moved. He fought it down. Shit, said Nikki, looking at the new arrival on the plate in front of her. How long was I playing? My waffle is cold.
1: Oh, no. What? Uh, what's the deal with the waffles over here? You know said Maurice <laughs> Oh do tell
2: Reginald plays the the piano Reginald shook his head Oh no I
1: don't <laughs> Yes
0: you do These guys are slowly blending into Is each there time.
1: is there anybody else in the room <laughs>
0: <laughs> No I don't
2: Reginald repeated Maurice turned to Nikki Hey, could you do me a favor? I need a tissue, but there is no toilet paper in the men's bathroom. Uh, And I don't feel like blowing my nose on these cloth napkins. Could you grab me a handful from the ladies? She nodded, got up, and walked towards the bathroom. Reginald watched her go. Maurice slid something into Reginald's hand. It was his phone, and the website on the screen was howtoplaypiano.com.
1: Oh, I know that one. He's
2: a savant. Read it, said Maurice. (laughs) Oh, I can't learn to play piano from reading a page on a website, said Reginald. You already know how to play the music, believe me, said Maurice. Hmm. You just
0: need to know what the notes mean and which he's to get.
1: All vampires know how to play piano. That's another superpower. Yeah.
0: They all know chamber music.
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> I have no idea how to play the
2: piano, said Reginald. Seriously. Read it. All right, before she comes back. (laughs) So, because Maurice hadn't been wrong yet, Reginald quickly read the single long page on the screen. He gave the phone back as Nikki was coming out of the bathroom. She handed a wad of toilet paper to Maurice, who thanked her and again began slaying her waffle. So, as I said, Maurice repeated, Reginald plays piano beautifully. Just (laughs) (laughs) beautifully. I can't wait to hear and after much nudging and pushing and cajoling, Reginald found himself sitting on a bench in front of the piano. A dozen or so bleary-eyed patrons staring up at him. The bench groaned under his weight. Oh, dear.
1: oh brother!
2: He couldn't get close enough to the piano until he forced it, folding his gut under the keyboard. And then,
1: <laughs>
2: and even then, he felt stretched out. The book of music Nikki had been playing from was still on the piano. He picked it up and began to flip the pages, totally unsure of what he would what would be good to start with. Something
1: easy. Some Chopin.
2: <laughs> he looked at Maurice, who nodded encouragement. The book was filled with different pieces, none of which were remotely familiar to him. Finally found one by Beethoven. Ah. It was at least a name he recognized. I know this guy. The dog. Yeah, Beethoven. Got it. The piece was called Hammerklavier. And because Reginald had a little bit of German, he knew that klavier meant piano. piano. I knew that. It seemed like a good a starting point as any. He placed his fingers on the keys and tried to let his mind go back to the place he'd found last week when Maurice quizzed about passages in The Shining. He didn't know how to play. He didn't know how to play. Then, from somewhere in a fog, he kind of did. Oh, it's like a Matrix. He knew a few of the first notes on the page in front of him. He could see how they fit
0: together like pieces in a jigsaw puzzle. I would love a little bit of soft piano music under this.
1: Let's see what I can do. He played the notes. Throw some Beethoven over the track. I don't don't want to get a copyright infringement.
0: Hey, he's dead. Beethoven uh, copyright hound? He's deaf and Ah, dead. That's right.
2: Then he saw how the next few hit and played those. Then as they fell into rhythm, his fingers seemed to figure out what to do. They knew whether to strike the keys hard or to touch them gently. He stopped seeing the notes on the page and simply saw the music in his mind. The page was irrelevant. He knew what the music was supposed to be. He could see it as
0: if he were solving a problem. Okay. So we got a fat penis. (laughs) You sure do, folks. I wish that was the name of the book.
1: The Blood Sucking Fat Penis.
0: Yeah. Are we reading more or is that it for that?
1: Across from him, <laughs> Nikki looked
0: like she'd been slapped. Oh, there was a tear running down her cheek. So she loves it. So emotional. Oh, now we're done. Okay, great.
1: Uh, so I guess he's going to drink her blood. He's going to get
0: her all hot and bothered and then drink her blood as he's wont to do.
1: Don't make me play. That's what he was doing the yeah, whole time. He's like, no, no, not me. Me, no, piano? No. no, I don't no, know. No, no, no. I gave that up. And he went up there a and busted millennia out some ago.
0: Beethoven better than Beethoven ever made it.
1: Perhaps. Well, Good for uh, old Kembone. You know, Reginald still sucks yeah, to me. Like, I don't like him. Um, I not, do love Maurice and uh, the, the fact that he's married. I do love that. That's yeah. really funny. Good for Maurice.
0: Cool. I hope there's more Maurice than the last page, which we're jumping to right. and headed home to the last page of uh, Big Fat Vampire.
2: Chapter 27, Blood. Two weeks of hiding, one reluctantly conferred deaconship, and two dozen pounds of raw ground beef later. Okay. They left the motel as free men and women. Reginald found himself still hungry and growing increasingly intolerant of dead blood. Maurice went out and hunted during their hotel stay, but due to Reginald's terrible hunting record, Nikki offered Reginald her neck for feeding. The idea was simultaneously intoxicating and improper. Ooh. They shared a room Dottie. and bread and board for two weeks. And they'd played endless games of Euchre after teaching Claire the game, but there seemed to be something simmering between the two of them that had begun on the night Nikki had watched Reginald play the piano. Reginald didn't want to jinx it. And besides, it felt like pity. If the possibility of a free, mutually satisfying exchange of blood was possible down the road, he wanted to wait for it. Impossible, though it might seem. So he waited. He kept eating raw meat, his throat increasingly burning for the real thing. Ouch. Maurice, Reginald, and Nicky returned to work on the following
1: Monday. Burger <laughs> gave them all an earful. Are they still work? <laughs> they go to work? <laughs> to- you know what? We're nine a nine to five. There were like a ton of people... In his office, that he could have just eaten. Yeah, right. All those people are assholes, and you should pl- you should eat them.
0: Maybe he did already. I don't know. Why is he? Go- I thought you couldn't be in the sun. How do you get to work? Got a night shift. Burger
2: gave them all <laughs> an earful, accusing them of conspiracy and abandonment and disloyalty.
0: Wow, what kind of office is this?
2: <laughs> the company had been forced to scramble to improvise and to hire expensive premium tech freelancers. Oh, Burger's admonitions meant nothing to Reginald. He didn't care if he ended up fired. He told Berger with zero emotion in his voice that he had had a death in his family. After a
1: lot of moaning <laughs> and own <my> laying. <laughs> I died. It and it in, now look what I can do. Technically my family. Nothing. He grows a big mustache. Check it out. I have a big handlebar mustache now. <laughs> I was like, cool. Can <laughs> I get a raise? You're fired.
2: <laughs> Berger relented. After a lot of feather rustling and chest beating, he did the same for Maurice and Nikki. And over that first week back, night shift life uh, ah. uh, returned to normal, more or less. The first night, Reginald went to get his 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock cup of coffee. And when he returned to his cubicle and sat down, he was greeted with the predictable low purring sound of a whoopee cushion. Oh, you're fucking with the wrong guy now, Todd. But, the, but this time, instead of putting his face in his hands and quietly throwing the thing away, he stood up. Oh, yeah. Gonna fucking eat you now, Todd. What? Bro, no way. No, you won't. Ha, you wish, huh? Walker's perfect chin and tombstone teeth popped up over the cubicle wall. He jumped a little when he saw that Reginald was already standing and that they were face to face.
0: I didn't know you could stand, fat boy.
2: Hey, welcome back to the night shift, Reggie, he said brightly. Oh. <laughs> Reginald looked deep into Walker's eyes and grabbed his brainstem with a low, seductive voice. Oh. Hey, Todd.
0: There it is, he said.
2: <laughs> Want to come with me to the kitchen for a
0: bite? <sighs> oh, shit. Put some air horns in here right now. <laughs>
1: Hell
0: yeah.
2: Want to know what happens next? Write story. Continues in Fat Vampire 2, see?
1: What? No shit. Why He wrote two fucking books about a fat vampire? I believe, if I recall correctly, there were at least four. We got to read more.
0: Oh, we said this God. in the last episode too about the last orchard. We got to read these sequels, man. We, I well, can't believe that's Jesus. the end. I mean, I guess that it was, is implied
1: that he bites Todd. Where this, do these people get the time? Where do you get the time, Johnny? Be true. Down, my favorite book I mean, we've read. I love the premise. It inspired a lot of questions. It was Dan's uh, <laughs> not sure about the <laughs> really threw me, me for this. a loop. Yeah. I thought.
0: Yeah, I thought that was really good. I liked it. More fat vampire. The crowds are screaming outside the window. More
1: fat vampire. Uh, Reginald, you love to hate him, right? You love to hate Reginald.
0: I mean, I didn't like him, and I think he made a lot of really creepy decisions, but I also think, like, he wasn't prepared to be a vampire. Like, I can't blame him. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. He should be the scene with the little girl, wool girl, was uh, yeah. was weird. Poor, Poor little was, girl. was really weird. Yeah, I kind of wish that he was a likable fat vampire, but I mean, what do he need to do? He's he a monster. With, he's
1: already starting off with two strikes, so. The well, book says a lot, and I'm not sure I agree with most of it. Hmm
2: but I don't think that there's like anything to agree or disagree <laughs> with <laughs>
1: it's, it's a uh, who's gonna play the fat vampire
0: Ken Bone Ken Bone yeah I think Ken Bone's a good choice I, I honestly did see somebody Ken
1: Bone like in my head before you even said it
0: I, right? yeah. I was
2: gonna say Kevin James but I too, don't think
1: he's fat enough too funny and you know who'd be great enough? who if they really drenched this in some drama Philip Seymour Hoffman oh but he's dead well perfect huh <laughs> Uh well anyway I got a perfect Maurice like I said earlier. Okay. Uh it struck me immediately Paul Dano. <laughs> really? What?
0: You can see it. Strikes- I don't see that at he all. He strikes me as too young for that role.
1: Well and, and too gangly and and Well men. okay. Okay. Not to
0: shit all over it but bad
1: okay bad. so you want a real 200 year old vampire I want to play I do <laughs> Stallone <laughs> Stallone <laughs> a 35 year old no 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 Sylvester Stallone Jr. Maurice is like a little Who's skinny at? twerp I
0: don't know if oh. Sylvester Stallone had a kid I
1: want Frank Stallone Jesse Eisenberg
0: uh still too young but hey that's what he's like that- a
1: teenager who Maurice Maurice is a teenager yeah is that right he's like 19 is that right no. I'm pretty sure. Weird. That
2: was just the goth kid that worked in the...
1: Uh... That was fucking Maurice. That was Maurice? Yeah. No oh way. Oh, shit. He has a wife? Yeah, he's 200 years old. It's a vampire wife. She drinks women. He drinks men. He just threw me for you a fucking whip. people. Did you even read the book? No, I didn't. I
0: mean, sort of. I thought he was old. Okay, fine. Yeah, Paul Dano's good then. Maybe a little old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually
1: too old. <laughs> Let's get Timothy Chalamet in this. Thing. That's actually not I'm, I'm bad. going back and mm-hmm. fact-checking.
0: Timothy Chalamet was born to play a vampire. Look at that guy. Yeah. That's a vampire right there. And he's got some range. He's got those loose-fitting cotton shirts, <laughs> linens and
1: whatnot. <laughs> Damn, Shane was right. deep eyes. Yeah. The I, kid.
2: It's Maurice. Look it totally at me. Colors
1: I, my whole view of this I movie. tuned in this episode. Where were you guys? Tuned out. How is was <laughs> deep in Maurice. Wow. Uh, all right. Who
0: plays a little girl?
1: A little girl Dakota Fanning. Or yeah, all children, every girls, or girl. a little girl, <laughs> even though she's
0: like six feet tall now <laughs> and an adult. Yeah, but I still think War of the Worlds Dakota Fanning. Yeah, they put her in everything.
1: Uh, and what we, about
0: the woman at the bar? I forget her name. Nikki. 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 I mean, was she's she, a pianist. Was she blonde? Is that do I remember that fact? Or am I making that up? Uh, I, I think see that so. in my head, in my mind's eye. I saw a blonde woman, a tanned blonde woman.
1: Uh, what about the woman from Room? Oh, uh, the Brie Larson. Larson. Yeah,
0: I could see that. Sure, sure.
1: You know who could be a, oh, we got to do Reginald. Oh, we, we just did Reginald. Ken
0: Bone. I mean, if you got other fat people in mind, let me know. But, Jonah Hill. Mm, he's not too fat anymore.
1: He's not creepy enough.
0: Well, I don't know about that. He's pretty creepy. He's creepy, but he's ballo- his weight balloons. I don't think he could stay in the, the right weight for the role. You could
1: do Jonah Hill as Reginald and... The guy that played McLovin. What if you got Christian Bale to gain three hundred pounds? He I would can, do it. I can see that. Russell Crowe, mm. already there. <laughs>
0: mm, all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's plumped up enough to play Reginald. He is. he's buoyant. Aye, yeah, ay, ay. uh, yeah. That's it. Maybe a,
1: John Travolta could rebound from Gotti. Ooh, Reginald's I mean, probably like in his, I want to say, thirty. You need to rebound from Gotti. Gotti's an instant classic. It made twenty dollars. Yeah, so it's twenty more than I made off this podcast in a weekend. I haven't made that in a weekend in a long time. Nope. Thanks,
0: Movie Pass Studios. Uh, so that's it. That's everybody in the book, right? I don't yeah, remember that's many pretty much characters.
1: it. Um, oh, wait. oh Todd. Todd! Freaking Todd! Freaking Todd! Freaking Todd! Freaking. Jeez, who's Todd? Well, you got to look like a douchebag. Army Hammer.
0: Army Hammer. He's too handsome. I don't think Army Hammer would be mean.
2: I don't think Army Hammer would take the role.
0: Okay, Army Hammer like, fans. Here. I'm thinking like, do you remember? Did you ever? This is, I like, guess, maybe. Did you see "I Love You, Man"? Yes. Yeah. Rob Hubel plays a really tanned. Yeah. Real estate agent in that yeah. who kind of definitely I, strikes me as a top. Yeah. I was
2: thinking him, I didn't remember his name. Yeah. That's who it
0: is. That's it. All right. That's it. That's a wrap, folks. That was the whole book. That's the end of the episode. Thank you to Chris Linquist for the artwork and Morris Reese for the music. You can find us at bookclubpodcast.com. You can find us at AMZN Book Club on Facebook and Twitter and Oops. Instagram and Friendster. Uh, hit us up if you have any requests or if you just want to say hey.
2: AMZNBookClub at gmail.com.
0: Uh, yeah, if you want to send us an email, why not? Email us, text get, us. Get in on the ground floor. We're currently taking applications for advertisers. If you have some sort of uh, cog or widget you're selling, we'll advertise it. We'll sell it Yeah, for a uh, price. Yeah, $10,000 per minute uh, is our rate. We're negotiable. All right, that's it. Thanks, everybody.
1: Thanks, and we'll see you next time. Bye.